Philips is focused on innovation to improve the health and well-being of people. Our devices and device-agnostic informatics solutions can scale across your enterprise to help care teams diagnose, treat, and manage patients with accuracy, speed, and confidence. By connecting the digital patient story, physicians and clinicians have intelligence for decision-making in the moment and insight to see beyond. It's our privilege to partner with you to care for the carers and to improve the lives of the people and patients they serve. Philips. Innovation and you. This is Kate Kurz recording live in Chicago at the 8th Annual Becker's HIT Digital Health and RCM Conference. I'm sitting down with Craig Richardville. Craig, to get us started, can you share a bit about yourself and your role at your organization? Yes. Um, so I am the Chief Digital and Information Officer at Intermountain Health. And Intermountain Health is a integrated delivery system that covers seven states. Uh, in addition, we have a health plan. So we have the payer side as well as the uh, provider side of the organization. And in terms of my responsibilities, uh, over the last couple of years, we have really consolidated a lot of the technologies together. So I've got responsibility for data, digital analytics, AI, tech apps, cyber, so all, all the fun stuff. Well, thanks for that introduction. Sounds interesting and can't wait to learn more. When you think of digital innovation in healthcare right now, what is exciting you the most? I would say it's really the potential. So we've talked about for the last decade, a lot of ways how we should automate and digitize uh, our industry. We see it in other industries. We see it in banking, retail, some of the manufacturing uh, facilities. And, and now it's an opportunity for healthcare to step up and really kind of digitize what they're doing. So the potential is great. Uh, at the end of last year, you know, we were given the, uh, the guidance to select, uh, to focus on two uh, major initiatives. And they were both around experience. One was about our caregiver experience, and that's all of our employees, um, and then also about our consumer experience. So the experience is all about digital, and then we're looking to materially impact the outcomes. Excellent. So Intermountain, what are the top priorities for technology? What are some of the issues that you're trying to solve? Yeah, at Intermountain, technology is, is, a, is a core component of what we do. The things that we're looking at is initially is making sure that we're making the investments in the right places. So I would call that benefit realization uh, to be able to uh, execute against the plans that we've put together and to materially benefit the organization by realizing the benefits that are out there. Um, those could range from the administrative to clinical, uh, all different aspects of what we're trying to impact. There's a lot of headwinds out there, you know, with inflation, labor, disease, and and really for us, it's, it's making sure that we take that dollar and spend it in the right places. And if technology is one of those places that we truly realize and focus on the outcomes and realize those benefits. Could you share some examples of specific times where the integration of informatics or technology led to improved patient outcomes or enhanced patient provider communication? Yeah, the one that I'll focus on is ambient intelligence. So ambient intelligence is a technology that allows the provider and the patient to have a conversation. And then it really takes that conversation, turns it into the medical note, and then it takes the medical note, uh, it gets the billing codes, and then it properly places that note uh, within the EMR. And, and from that standpoint, when you look at just the evolution over the last several years, it has moved from a price point of almost uh, about a quarter on the dollar. So a 75, 80% reduction in price 
and the outcome of that uh, technology is the same and the turnaround time is a matter of minutes versus a matter of hours. So we're seeing in a short period of time, just the, the truly revolution of how some of our services are being rendered. That's a fantastic example. Thank you for sharing. What is a piece of advice that you would give to healthcare leaders today regarding digital innovation? You know, for me and, and over my career, um, what you realize is you don't always have the answer, uh, nor can you by yourself actually determine the answer. So the advice I would give is to network to share. Uh, we do have competition in, in our markets, but really we're competing against disease, not really competing against each other. So the fact that you are able to develop relationships, be able to uh, nurture and steal from others and provide others the opportunity to take uh, your services and bring that out is really just just part of um, the biggest advice I would get. Networking relationships and making sure you don't tackle it alone. You know, somebody has said, you know, the answer is in the room and it is. So feel free to open up, be transparent and share. That's some great advice. I love it. So Craig, five years from now, if you had a crystal ball, what do you think will be the most significant change in healthcare delivery and operations? <laughs> I, I think that, that's a great question. I, I, I think about that. And and what I hope it is, I hope it's something that I can't actually even imagine myself. I think it's the unimaginable. I think it's not limiting ourselves to what five years might look like based upon our our, our experience or our the boundaries we put upon ourselves but hopefully to be able to follow the technology, to be able to deliver upon the technology and be something that uh, we couldn't have imagined five years ago. If you look at ChatGPT, uh, you know, a year ago, nobody really knew what it was. Now all of a sudden there's all these high expectations. Uh, it, it's certainly reaching the peak of the hype curve, but what it can do and the potential it can do, harness properly and be able to accelerate, it's, it's something that in five years, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I hope to be uh, to be part of it. And uh, it's our intent to to lead that that area. How should leaders prepare for that? Is there any specific advice you have for that? Yeah, it, it's similar to how I kind of started. I would say just don't don't limit uh, uh, based upon what you know, what you've done. Um, really kind of look for the potential, look for, you know, that rising star, be able to reach out farther than you ever have before and allow the technology to be able to work side by side with you, kind of more like a co-pilot to, uh, to be with you and uh, not, not against you and nor is it there to replace you. It really is there to accelerate and have a better outcomes and better experiences. And that's what the technology can provide. Yeah, absolutely. Craig, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know? <laughs> and maybe maybe in closing, what I'll say is, you know, there's a lot of, it's challenging times for the industry, yet there's a tremendous amount of opportunities. And as we go through this, we'll have some frustrations, we'll have some wins, we'll have some losses. And uh, just remember that we are a people industry. And uh, and just to be kind uh, with each other, take care of each other, and uh, help each other get through all of this. Yeah, that's a great reminder. Thanks again for uh, spending some time with us. It's been a pleasure. Great, thank you. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.